Yo, 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 yo. It's a Friday episode of Dark Richard Humor. You made it to the end of the week. Your unemployed ass is ready for the weekend. We got some great shit today. If you're black, you're not allowed to wear a mask. If you're white, you're not allowed to be black on screen. And if you're Disney, you're probably racist. That's right. Find out why. And stay to the end for Dark Racial DMs. Yeah. Dark Racial DMs after. Simon Cowell. What? What do you mean? He's Simon. Oh my God, a visionary. Um, I think that is it. I don't know. I was just on Twitter <laughs> and um, hashtag RIP Simon Cowell is trending. Are so, you really? Uh, Are you really? I mean, go on Twitter, bro. It's right there. Going on Twitter, Twilight Zone, Rip Simon Cowell, and live. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? Uh, What's going on? I can't take this any is, more 2020. Can you? No, this is this is from New Dark uh, Racial. That was yeah. not on purpose. This is from at Sunshine Honey with two X's before and after each letter. Hashtag Rip Simon Cowell. He's not dead. He just looks like this, and then it's a picture of Simon Cowell. Hey, I hate to be that guy because this is so far phenomenal potting, but yeah. the audio is just not good, my friend, and we can't let it continue. But I am very pleased to learn that Simon Cowell is actually alive. I actually went on his Instagram to see if there was any um, any news about it. And no, it looks like he's still alive. But he has some professionally shot portraits of the cutest dogs I've ever seen in my life. And it just melts the fuck out of my heart. So if you guys get a chance if you like have some time definitely hop on instagram i know you have it on your iphone or android go to simon cowell's instagram you don't have to follow go down one two three 
four columns and just look at those pictures because that's fucking beautiful. Gorgeous. I love it. I love it. That's great. Okay. Welcome to Dark Racial Humor. It's free-flowing end-up conversation about whatever is appropriate at the time. Um, you know, we got those technical issues as always, but whatever the fuck, the show must go on. I'm Bonjin. He's called John David Ricker fixing his thing. Um, quick shout out to the new fucking listenership that's just jumping on our dicks, really just sucking on that meat, getting to the fucking grime of it. Um, uh, our, our our listens are like pretty are pretty good. They're climbing week over week, probably because uh, our titles are super like clickbaity, and you know. But you know, but hey, thanks to everybody for for hoeing up, showing up, blowing up, doing up. Um, wow, homeboy is still not in this fucking pot. Oh, there he is. Okay. Hey, you're back. And I'm calling John David Ricker, and it sounds good. Uh, keep talking. And it sounds great. Nothing could be better here. It's the best quality podcast on this side of the earth and Mississippi. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. It sounds fine. It sounds cool. Uh, so yeah, you know, I just, I was just warming them up, getting getting the thing, thinking the whole time, thinking thinking our new listeners, because you know we're getting we're getting lots of listens, lots of downloads. Yeah, downloads. Um, every day, I just think about how this who is you're a, touching. What the souls, the souls you're warming? Who you're touching? Um. Yes. No, I, I'm saying every day I'm just thinking about how this is just a wonderful time in the era of podcasting. Yeah. It's just like just unregulated. Copyright. Just unregulated, just talk a rigmarole, just enjoy it now because it's not going to be here forever. Are so you going to take my pod rights away? I think in like the next five years, it's going to start looking a little youtube My pod rights are going to be taken away, dude? It's going to be very platform warsy. Very exclusive. Say, yes, they might. I'm, I'm afraid to fucking make assassination jokes because they got the FBI on Zoom. And it's, it's all a parody, but what if I just want to make a parody about, you know, stuff? They have the FBI on DRH for sure, listening to every word we say. DRH <laughs> live and in years in the year 2023. And this is your mom talking. Clean your room, you son of a bitch. Wish you were aborted. Late term, too. What if some company was like, hey, um, DRH, you guys love your love your show. You mm-hmm. guys built a solid brand. Um, Thank you. Great Very audience hard. engagement. Thanks. We really try to put uh, those descriptions in and call for people to comment. And YouTube, you know, YouTube, Dark Racial Humor, Instagram, Dark Racial Humor. Love how you plug yourselves. You guys are very funny. You guys are very smart yeah. and handsome. and Super old and, teens because we're not even teens. We're in our, like, now it's like our fucking 30s now, but, you know. It's yeah. kind of a bit that the, the day one DRHers do. You guys both have really nice houses and Yeah, thank you. And it's not one, my of, only one. one of you has a Tesla. Uh yeah. But that's it's, it's me. I time. have a Tesla. <laughs> you you still can't drive. Uh, <laughs> uh so uh we wanna um hey, we got this we got this platform for podcasts. Hey, we love abortion your shit. jokes or no? Yeah, you guys do what you, you do. Oh, okay. Shit, the I thought you were going to say is, no abortion jokes, dude, late term. The only thing, we own, we own 100% of your back catalog, including your RSS feed and mm. the entire audience. But You own uh, our audience, dude? Slavery 25, 20, 25, 25 mil sound good? 
No. <laughs> for a five-year contract? Five years. Yes. Over the five years or like every day of the five years? Well, so it's going to be over the five years. So we're looking at 25 divided by five equals five, duh, divided by well, two because there's two of you at 2.5 mil minus taxes. So you'll each get two oh, mil a year. Fuck up, Jerry. <laughs> Yes. In 2020, Joe Rogan was offered $9 billion to go on Spotify. And I'm offering nothing less than triple that for me, my dog, and my dog's owner. We also, we also have to keep in mind how big our audience is. But it doesn't fucking matter because if they say we don't own it, then we say no. Good day, sir or ma'am. And we get already, the fuck out of that I already call. signed the contract and I forged your name. You suck. Well, I thought it was cool. They two said, million hey, a year dude, to talk, whatever. You Fuck look it. good, dude. They said, hey, you look good and your dog's awesome. I said, oh, right right away, sir. Hey, I I guess I could say I, I'm a millionaire for talking. Fuck it. I, I don't need to be. I don't need Joe Rogan money. That's such a That's tax exactly. nightmare. Fuck this that. This is a tax nightmare. Yeah, you know. I'm living Friday Epi, dude. One of the top three Epi categories, including Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I think I'm a fan of Friday because we got dark racial DMs and you Ooh. think that's just Instagram. You think that's just Instagram? We're no. not slave to these platforms, right? Because you, you know that they own our data. We don't own shit. So we go from each platform to each platform. It's total fan engagement across the board. You send us a thing. You mention us in any way, shape, or form on the internet. And we will see it because there's not that many of you. And we have all the time in the world. On the street corner, we're going to pop up and respond to you because we're that involved with our engagement and we care about you. Our YouTube SEO is fucking bitching now. So there's no excuse to not find us on YouTube. Subscribe to that motherfucker and get our fucking watch time up because we need that shit. As long as there's scandalous celebrity news that we can piggyback off like demons suckling at the tit of the devil... We will be on YouTube. As long as there's politicians saying stupid shit, doing stupid things that may or may not directly or indirectly affect your life, we will be there to commentate on it because you need to know what is going on in this country and in this world because you are a smart person. I love you. Day we die, as long as they're evil in the news that is circulated 24-7 that will have people controversially conversating about shit that really doesn't affect their life and shouldn't be thought about and really should be more directed towards introspection about their society, themselves, and their family unit, we're going to keep on saying that Chris D'Elia touched that little girl. Our Father who art in heaven. I was trying to remember the, the Lord's Prayer. You know, I keep, I keep thinking about that. What? Uh, you know, his friends, uh, all of his comedian friends, I've been watching like a lot of podcast clips of them just being like, ugh. What? We had no idea. <laughs> I oh. only saw a clip of Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn, fucking Bobby Lee, fucking, uh, what's that guy's name? Bobby Andrew Lee Sandy. was molested as a kid. So Was he really? Fact. I'm yeah, sure. By a, by a fucking kid with Down syndrome. What? By a man with Down syndrome touched his weenie when he was a kid. Oh, that's kind of weird. I mean, that's yeah. very weird. But yeah, now they were all like, we swear we had no idea. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, uh, his they probably his, didn't. They probably didn't like. But they did. A lot of people said that he was just the most scandalous of men's in the sexual world. So you know they could have put two and two together. Well, 
like I've seen him live, bro. You just look at him and you're like, dude, if this guy wasn't famous, he's just he'd just be weird. He'd just be a weird guy. Yeah. He'd just be you know, like he's all sweaty and he's just loud. Yeah. And he's just like, Oh, yay, Chris is here again. Uh should Chris come over? No, no, don't don't invite Chris. <laughs> but he's super funny. He's super funny, you know, and he has a really nice car. But he's rich and he likes sneakers. He does like sneakers. He's nice sneakers. I'm not a big sneaker dude, but I, I love a good blue and yellow color scheme. I feel like if I had like just dumb money, I could get into sneakers, but you know. I'll get into gear and stuff. Don't really. Oh, if dude, I can press. I'll be bitching, dude. You know, fucking MKB HD, that no. guy, Marcus Brownlee. Oh, uh, yeah. All the, all the tech, all the tech, he reviews dude, all the I tech. saw an ad for him and I was going to send it to you one day, but I didn't. Um, yeah. It was like a 3D, it was a YouTube thing, but it was one of those 3D gyroscope fucking things where you can move your phone and it moves. Yeah. And it's for like glasses, and I thought it was fucking kind of cool. Dude, he is not afraid to just blow a bag on something he wants to review. Like, you remember that robot dog? That big-ass robot dog by Boston Dynamics? I thought you meant the one in like 2003 that everybody got for their holidays. Nah, like the one that's like supposed to like go to war or some shit, like help yeah, soldiers. Dude. Um, so like Boston Dynamics is selling it for like seventy five grand, right? Anyone can just buy it. It's for supposed to be for companies. You just fucking bought one, dude, so we can review it. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, go for good for you, man. <laughs> that's like, pretty it's, crazy. It's cool. You can just do that. Is it all YouTube? Um, probably not. What else does he do? I'm sure there's he does a fucking he has a podcast, but I can't imagine he gets more money on his podcast than on YouTube. I bet he's had like a a spike TV or a sci-fi TV thing. He's done a lot of uh, he does a lot of like big brand shit, Hmm. and big brands will easily toss a hundred grand at a creator. Suck that big brand dick, dude. Dude, this is fucking. I'm listening to this podcast. It's called Servant of Pod. Right, and it's by um the guys, the folks over at KPCC in Pasadena. What is that? It's a radio station by NPR. That you used to work at. Yeah, and they have this little podcast network. Yeah, called LAS Studios, and they made this podcast about podcasts. And this lady is talking about, or this guy, she this guy was interviewing this lady, and she was talking about, yeah, my parents were in radio. And so I've always wanted to be in radio, but my parents always told me that like radio is a very fun job, but you'll never get rich doing it. It's like, it's a job. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was like, I don't care. Like radio is dope. But like, she never could have foreseen or her parents never could have foreseen like, like this age of like podcasting in terms of the money being thrown around because it's kind of mm-hmm. like the dot com boom where yeah. nobody knows how much anything is worth. Yeah. So they'll like easily throw a hundred million dollars at Joe Rogan. Well, not yeah. easily. I'm sure it was a, quite a big decision, but, <laughs> but, but like, yeah, and fucking however much a Joe Budden and however much at Kim Kardashian, I want to know how much Kim Kardashian got paid for that, for her thing. I mean, if I wonder Rogan's if it's more than public, Joe Rogan. Uh, I would feel like a Kardashian has more influence than a Rogan. Definitely. Especially Definitely. with the amount it, of like brands. That they made an, an interesting point. Kim Kardashian has 
four uh, siblings? Uh, no. Let me take a look. Kim Kardashian Twitter. Kim Kardashian has blah 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 blah. How many fucking followers does this woman have? Six. She has sixty-five million followers. I think it was like one hundred and seventy-five million Instagram followers, and Spotify has two hundred and fifty million users. So, is that half? It's like more than half. Swinks Batman, right? So if even just a small slither of her following goes and signs up for Spotify to listen to her shit, then that's more than worth it for Spotify. Nice. Yeah. Do you have a Spotify premium? Yeah, I do. Hmm. I, I don't pay for it, though. My fucking old coworker put me on her family plan. That dumb broad. Why? JK. Not a dumb broad. I wonder what Let's she's fucking up to. hop into it, dude. What's the time limit we've been pushing here? We got four minutes left. That this, we got four minutes left. Uh, let's just let's just fucking really any, anything cool, anything cute you want to share? Anything worth four minutes, dude? Uh, this is some Google feeding me poll numbers for the presidential campaign. Who won? Um, <laughs> they they fucking they got Yang up there somehow, dude. He's he's back. He he won it all, bro. I think he murdered the other two incumbents. Dude, good for him, man. Good in for poll, him. Trump falls far behind Biden in six key battleground states. Dwindling white support for the president leads to deficit of at least six points in each state, says the New York Times. And they have a lovely little infograph with colors. Um, dun, 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 dun. Michigan. Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, Arizona, North Carolina. These states, according to NYT and Siena, which is, I'm assuming, a it's a Siena College poll of only 3.8 thousand registered voters from June 8th to June 18th have put a pretty double number amount of Biden poll numbings so yeah how's that for four minutes had sex with a potato call that a dictator have you seen those memes no, like, on Twitter. <laughs> b- bad puns and then like squidward running away no like the leave me a don't leave me memes i think so here's another don't one leave me. oh yeah it is that it is that nutted in 3.145 seconds call that cream pie don't leave me don't leave me yeah, I love it. Uh, okay, so you know, let's just hop into a quick break. Uh, we're we're just fucking around. We're just having a good time. I swear we'll get to work soon. You're listening to Dark Racial Humor, your favorite podcast ever. Maybe an ad will play here. Maybe it won't. It doesn't matter. Um, Cause I'm good. I ain't tripping when the rents do. God bless. All right, we'll be back. Sorry, they just blasted that over you.
Ten o'clock, ten o'clock. Hit the inbox, I'll be in the box. Be in the box. Ooh, she's so bad. So Got them all shook. Say she wanna boss, she get the hardwood. Oh yeah, she's super dope. She gets the hardwood, dude. How many weekend songs does Belly have to write for Abel to jump on a, a verse of one of his tracks? He's <laughs> <laughs> either like bust out a couple what his albums. Contract is, dude. Belly's. It's like Abel, I wrote you 150 songs. Please, can I just get a hook? One hook. He probably just has just hella fucking writer royalties. Oh, easily. All that good, good mun mun. Easily, dude. I fucking saw a thing like a Snapchat of his house. I was like, how the fuck does this guy have all this money? He has never made a hit song. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I was like, songs. I looked at his Wikipedia and I was like, oh, that's why. That's why. All the hit songs for the past 2010s. For real. Like, damn. Crazy Baby. Holy he shit. He probably doesn't need it. Probably Abel could probably kick Mr. Bell off. Maybe he likes him because Bell... Belly is in Abel's name. Maybe his mother, Abel's mother, said called him a, a Belly, and it's kind of like a nostalgia thing. So it keeps him on the team. Maybe. What do you think? Thoughts? Bell, Belly's a good performer. I saw him. He opened up for him, or he did a song with him when I saw the weekend. Does he do like a a Belly role? Like, nah. He, he's like running up and down the stage. He's a lot of energy. It's very fun to watch. It's all about. It's all about the known. energy. It's all about I sell energy before the show in a little pill. On when you're <laughs> rapping on stage, it's like you're asleep. It's like you take Advil or it's fucking just, Nyquil just, right no. before, People and then you take a nap me, on People stage. People love me for me. They don't love me because I'm running around. And you're just like, <sighs> <laughs> or like, been, yo, is this is this what's going on? I've been killing the San Diego shows, dude. I'm a fucking landmark in this. Game. Have you really? You haven't even yeah. left the house in months. I I bring them here, bro. It's underground. Oh, I see. I I put them around the pool. I give them bikinis and that energy pill, and they know what's good. You know what I was thinking? I was having a funny thought today. What do you think about Jay Gal and Sean Lee are pretty good friends? Yeah, and it's interesting how they like met because they're fucking just so far removed. Like you, I mean, you, in my mind, I would never think that they would like know each other, right? Yeah. I'm just like, there's, n- they never even fucking meet, <laughs> fucking Sean, and that, now they just hang out all the time. Yeah, it's that third degree. Jagal's yeah. because Sean's your first degree, right? Yeah. Jagal's my first degree. You're kind of my like second degree, and and Sean's my third degree. Yeah. So now. Jagal's your third degree via me being your second degree huh. and your first degree met your third degree and my first degree has met your third degree. They should make a podcast together. That would be a solid pod. Yeah, Sean should make a podcast just by himself. <laughs> he could. I think he needs other people to be just against. Sean and Matt. That would so be fucking nice. lazy. I would I would love a Matt Sean Jagal pod. That would be great. Three is always a little bit much, but but you know it'll never happen. It. Is, is Jagal in Elena? Yeah, I think he lives out here for now. Noise. Noise, dude. 
Nice, dude. I was watching the. Do you know that one white YouTuber? Um, Jenna Eda? Marbles. No, but I just saw her pop up my algorithm. I'll check that out later. Yeah. Um, he Trey Kennedy is name. No, I don't know. Him. He he does like shit, man. He's like he kind of does like an effeminate character. Well. I don't know. If you look up Trey Kennedy, you you'd recognize him. But I was I was looking his video of like girl relationships versus boy relationships, and like yeah. <laughs> it was like one of the jokes was like uh, uh, it was like your friend that you've known for like since <laughs> since like elementary school is like got a kid and he's like oh you got a kid dude how old now. And the girl has, like, a friend she's known for two weeks, and she's, like, super into her life. Very funny, very funny, very on the nose for, for gender stereotypes. I love it because guys aren't close, but they're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And girls are close, but, but you forget. Fakeness, you know? One of them forgets a birthday, and then they're done for life. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God, dude. Jesus Christ. Fun shit. I don't even want to get into that. I wonder what's that evolutionary i was watching a video on youtube i I just looked up uh how to get a man yeah because i wanted to like look up like like what women look up from a yeah Yeah. girl's perspective the field study and she was pretty much just saying the same thing the guys were saying (laughs) but one thing that got me was one thing that got me was if he's acting like he doesn't care, girl, he probably doesn't. <laughs> I was like, that's true. Oh god. That's so fucking true. It's great that you're like spilling that knowledge cuz like that's true. Mm. If he's acting like he doesn't care, he probably does not. You know? Well, see, I feel like head, a, what? In my head that was like like if he doesn't care about you or just like a, a scenario. I think she was just like in general, well, I think I guess in general. Like if he's mm-hmm. not asking you how you are or like hitting you up then he probably doesn't care right hmm eh. but i guess I the same could be said wrong. about women right i don't know i it's think i don't bullshit. like i think i because if like if i don't ask someone how they're doing i don't think that necessarily means i don't care it's kind of just not at the forefront of my mind at the time i guess do i care it's more like a relationship thing, you know. You kind of you know, gotta be like, "Oh, how's your day?" A relationship. Well, not like a romantic relationship. Hey, man, no, like, I, I don't ask you about all my homies, all my family, dude. Like, I don't ask you how your day is going because I care. That's, I ask you because I'm trying to get this of, pod money. That's one of the bits of the pod, dude. You think I give a fuck? I'm trying to <laughs> fucking fill my wallet, <laughs> fill my Amazon cart and shit, you think bro. That roots from nothing, dude. That roots from just grade A good relationship building, dude. Well, actually, it's you. You notice how you always ask me how my day is first. <laughs> I'm just returning the the courtesy. That's because I'm a caring young man, dude. <laughs> oh, thank you. And also, you make up your day, so it's just like... <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just it's fucking... Today's your day, dude. It's DRH. It's, thanks for asking. You didn't even ask me how my day was today, asshole. 
it was great. I mean, Thanks I, for asking. Oh God, I have to fucking bend over, fucking click things. It's a, dude, don't even bother. We're already in the second try. Fucking day. I don't give a fucking shit. Do you think I give a shit about how your fucking day was? My dude? fucking the callus. On how the was your day? It was great. Went to work. Went to the gym. <laughs> Got a great fucking pump. Great shit. Good fucking pump. And now I'm here. How was your day? I'm asking because I care. Still unemployed. Still don't have unemployment benefits. And, e- uh, Working on those very slowly each day, but you know, bro, just suck it up, work it, Ralphs. Fuck it, who cares? COVID, bro, COVID's going wild like Hulkamania. Dog, yeah, I love how fucking now that streets aren't on fire, the mainstream media and companies um, don't give a fuck about race relation anymore. Um. City Wait, of LA guy. So was this a guy? The king of LA? Garcetti or something. He said, yo, hey guys, hey guys, hey, everybody, I know you're enjoying being outside. It's summer. Yeah. I want to have fun too. But yeah. listen, she's coming back. So <laughs> we got to like, we got to chill. All right, let's fucking... We got, I'm not saying we're locking down, but I'm not saying we're open. <laughs> so, you know, do with that what you will. There's a lot of traffic today. It was basically like nothing happened. So, you know, numbers are skyrocketing up. It's play great. this clip of uh, Arizona city councilman in Scottsdale. Oh, did you, did you hear about this one? Is it the mask guy? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, I didn't see it yet. And I'm playing it. What's it going to say? It's loading. Everybody's anxious. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Man, that's some devilish shit, dog. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty distasteful. That's some demonic fucking soul, man. That's pretty not cool. Anyways, Um, bullshit fucking Scottsdale, which is, I think, probably majority white. I swear those fucking Phoenix cats. It's the heat. The heat must be getting to them. Heat and guns, I guess. The Maybe heat and the guns and the fucking... Fucking the native land is really deep in their soil. And the Mexican food, which isn't as good as Los Angeles' Mexican food, by the way. By the way. <laughs> that's, wow. that's what I had to say. Um, yeah, interesting fact about COVID, I heard. Interesting yeah, fact. So, you know, numbers are shooting up. You know, got to get those yeah. numbers up, up, up. But are deaths up? No. Deaths are down. Or they're like, they're not like rising as like fast as they were because mm-hmm. it's mostly young people that are getting infected and old people are like chilling at home. Young people are fucking going out doing shit and it's like going yeah, through I all bet the people that are going through this data are just loving the story that it's selling. This is like every big data, like journalist is fucking wet dream, dude. Who's like, oh, what else is new? Oh, God. Oh, you can fucking fly uh, if you have this DNA. <laughs> oh, geez. The cases are going up, but the deaths are low. What's going on here? What's going on, dear? I've heard things about like, this is just a theory mm-hmm. because some, um, some fucking viruses burn out, meaning from person to person the strain becomes a little bit weaker Hmm. and that's what they thought would happen in this case but it doesn't look like that's happening so zoinks zoinks batman 
most people are asymptomatic, of course. Uh, people are having a hard time about fucking masks. I want to I want to talk about race and masks. I love when we just mesh the two. You know, mesh the two this, things going on this together. Country is built on class, race, just a uh, a big conflict of both of those things intertwined. So it 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 will inevitably rear its head either ugly or non-ugly in whatever whatever kind of timeline the country is seeing this is from the new york post yeah oh shit they have a pretty cool logo the new york post like oregon county issues face mask order that exempts non-white people hear about this i'm talking about this upgrade did you upgrade the fucking meeting did i no Okay, say it again. Sorry, I just ruined the clip. Oh, sorry. Oregon County issues face mask order that exempts non-white people. Oh. What's going on here? Lincoln County, Oregon has exempted non-white people from a new order requiring that face coverings be worn in public to prevent racial profiling. Health officials announced last week residents must wear face coverings in public settings where they may come within six feet of individuals who is not from the same household. But people of color do not have to follow the new rule if they have heightened concerns about racial profiling and harassment over wearing masks, officials said. No person shall intimidate or harass people who do not comply, health officials said. With mask requirements becoming more common, activists have raised concerns that the the, um, directives could put non-white people in danger. For many black people, deciding whether or not to wear a bandana in public to protect themselves and others from from contracting coronavirus is a lose-to-lose situation that can come, that can result in life-threatening consequences either way. Renika Moore, director of ALCU's racial justice program, told CNN, Trevon Logan, who is black, said orders to wear face coverings are basically telling people to look dangerous given racial stereotypes that to look dangerous given the racial stereotypes that are out there. This is the larger context of black men fitting the description of a sus- subject who has a hood on, who has a face cover on Logan, an economics professor at Ohio State University, told the outlet, it looks like every criminal sketch of any garden variety black suspect. A couple of things. They've already fucking redacted it, apparently. There's no longer an exemption. Jesus and Christ, second thank of all, God. What, what do you think the race makeup of, of this county is? Oregon County, pretty. It's not. Or it's Lincoln, Lincoln County. Oh, Lincoln County, Oregon. Yes, yes, yes. Uh Pick probably majority white. Yeah, that's so. that's the kind of shit where there is like, I think that's a pretty good example of just like, um, like a, 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 an example of of the divide of, of race in the country where it kind of seems like from a white perspective, like, Hey, that might be a good idea. But then also that perspective is just drowned in like kind of white obliviousness. Where that's a bad idea. Someone's said something interesting. It's like, it's almost like they want the black people to spread the disease amongst themselves. Shit. You know that the fucking, the, um, they started goddamn, What's the shit with the shot, man? Goddamn. Shit with the shot with the no, beach with the a vaccine. They got fucking <laughs> vaccines in Africa as a test, basically. Oh. Yeah, okay. So that's the stupidest thing I've ever read, and that should not exist. Um, 
That's yeah, that's not that's not the that's not the cure to the sickness, guys. All right, everybody wear a mask, please. Thank you. But that that shows the fucking like obliviousness of fucking unconscious white shit. Yeah, but here's the thing about that though is that the people quoted in this are black people. Renico Moore, director of ACLU's racial justice program, and Trevor Logan, who is black. I'm saying it's good or bad. I'm saying that like it sounds like some shit that white people would do, right? Propose, but I'm, I, mean, I feel I feel like black people would be like, no, what the fuck? Like, yeah, isn't that first of all, down or no? I think I I think that, and I don't want to speak for all black people here, but. Who are you, Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes. hey, come on. Now we're hey, guys, King of Black People's here. Uh, I think that um, this is not a step in the direction that you want to go because it's just, it, it's just another degree of separation, and it really makes no sense. If people are afraid of racial profiling, Maybe don't wear a bandana as a mask. Maybe buy a mask. They're literally pennies at the store. Yeah, I mean, it's more kind of a racial profiling problem than it is a mask problem. And also, and they, they mentioned bandanas in this thing. That's why I said that. And also, like, it's not like you're the only one wearing a mask in the world right now. Everybody's doing yeah. it. So if this were like a year ago, then fucking yeah, when no one was doing it. But it's literally the law in a lot of places that you have to wear a mask in the fucking in public so a little bit of a white tone deafness i love it are people just trying to feel better about themselves are they just trying to maintain the moral authority i think it's just, just fucking people like, doing it as it comes to them and realize they're doing it wrong sometimes you know? it's just so tone deaf i can't even i can't even stand it even when that, fucking even at WWDC, Tim Cook started uh Apple T CEO Tim Cook started the whole thing off with he like mentioned like black, blackface emoji. <laughs> no, he started with blackface, right? He was wearing blackface and then he washed it off <laughs> and then started giving his speech. He was like, That is wrong. <laughs> Here at Apple, we don't do that, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then when then people would like come into come oh, to like God. present a new feature, they would Everyone would be wearing blackface and they wash it off before <laughs> in like a special Apple sink before uh, they would announce a feature. Oh, God. But no, Tim Cook was like, <laughs> Tim Cook was like, we have a, something going on in the world right now. And it's important to acknowledge that Black Lives Matter, which is all, fu- which is great, fine and good. But then he said something on the lines of, we are making an initiative to hire more black people. And the way he said it just kind of rubbed me wrong. <laughs> Because, yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but the way he was like... It was a PR stunt, basically? Kind of. It was kind of like, we, it was just like, we need to hire more black people. We have to. What, what do you think of, like, of... Because there was one... I don't know if it was, like, a city or just a company, but I saw that they, like, fucking, on resumes, tripped all fucking pictures and names, right? So no one has a fucking... It's just fucking straight up what people did and what, and what they do like and that, hey guy from fucking accounting like for people applying 
Oh, yeah. Where a lot of people might have fucking bias on a traditionally black name or something. They stripped away like names and pictures. And so it was just fucking resume. And then yeah. kind of like, um, like there was automatically like just more black people um, going on in the, the ranks of the interview process. Really? Was that a thing? I think it was in, in I saw a tweet or something, but I would have to research more. Yeah, that's a real thing. That's that's kind of great. Because I hear that argument a lot. That's an argument against um, affirmative action. What? That like, uh, you shouldn't be let into colleges based on your race. You should be let into colleges based on your merit. So like, if you have, I don't know, if you have two people, one is Asian and one is black, and the Asian has... 4.3 and the black has a 3.8 but the asian i mean but the black girl gets in like is that is that right so like is that racist that's also another question i mean college is kind of a dominated by executives of whites is it not yeah but like that that aside like well, the, I mean, like, that's intertwined in it all, really. But, like, what if, like, I don't know, what if the admissions ca- person is black? Right? I mean, sure. But I still think there's, you know, intertwined of, of things that are above that. Do you think that it should be based on race or merit? Uh, Probably I don't, merit. Um. Yeah, but like I said, it kind of intertwines the fucking root of everything, which is the class race division. Where yes. if if there's a fucking <laughs> if there's need for an affirmative action, then there's probably something that is caught up in the cogs already that you kind of have to to address first, probably. If, yeah. If, if you get fucking, I don't know, ninety nine percent white people, there might there might be a either just a hundred percent white people in the city and applicants, but I don't think that's probably the case. I don't know, it's it's fucking whipped up in the whole fucking cake, dude. On the cake. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. So we're running long. Goodbye. Somebody need to go. New, 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 dark racial. 
Mixtape Gucci fan. Damn. That fucking Love loved that burr. That able, though. Just good able. Just that dude, swagger. Dude. Just fucking swagger. really get into it, dude. You know what everybody's here for? You know what they're waiting for? And you know we have a fucking theme song for it. It's um let's see. Uh what is it? Uh spit it out, clown boy. This is the theme song for Dark Racial DMs. Yeah. Damn, we're getting into it already. I mean, shit, you got anything else, bro? We're just going to just jump into it raw. I say, we, I say we hop on it because it's just, it's. I think it'll lead into just more great conversation. Okay. All right. Let's hit it. As everybody knows, we're famous as fuck on YouTube, right? Yes, of course. As everybody knows, there's so many comments on YouTube. Yes. Comments such as ha ha. Comments such as hotgirlsforlove.online. Right. When there's when there's a, a kind of a grunt or something in a video. Oh. I feel like there's like a bot that does that. Pretty cool. But uh good shit person YouTube that made that. Clips are just getting dope fucking engagement. And we're all here for it, man. Yes. YouTube, Dark Racial Humor, podcast. You don't even need to, to write podcasts after it. But if you want to, go for it. Um, got fucking comments on the Chris Brown video, on the Pete Davidson video, a ha-ha on the full episode. I was going in on it with someone on the Pete Davidson video. The Pete Davidson episode... Uh, that comment thread is exactly what people want in life. A bunch of controversies so that there's two sides and a lot of thread. And yes. that's what modern day news is and modern day, I don't know. I need to correct myself here, okay? Because in that a little context, the person was like, yo, why are you yeah. making fun of Pete Davidson? That's how he copes with Her fucking... name was Jessica. Okay? Jessica. Shout out, Jessica. You know, let me let me read this. Can I'm I just going to do this right. And you be you. I'll be Jessica and you be you. Okay, let me get to these comments. Three days ago on clip, my problem with Pete Davidson. 45 views. Wow. 45 so, views. So you guys are laughing at the part where he's obviously in pain and trying to hide it. LOL, cute. Shows how mature you guys are. Trash. That's and then Jessica, thanks for the comment, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. I replied, no, it's more that he's a comedian who's telling us what we can and can't laugh at. Jessica <laughs> says, at Dark Racial Humor, in what way does he direct your sense of humor? I'm telling you what I'm telling you what you can't laugh at. Is that what she's saying? I don't think he has done that once in his career. He just choice chooses not to make cho jokes about certain things because he's a gentleman. If anything, you should be mad at Judd Apatow. Says Jessica. Okay. What, the, what does I the said, representative for DRH YouTube comments say? I said, look up the time he kicked someone out of his show for making a joke about Ariana Grande. Apparently, 
jokes about her are off limits. A classic controversial top comment where you take something someone said and say, hey, look up another thing. Keeps the ball rolling, keeps engagement going. Dude. That's, That's what right. we really want to do. That's Media right. Media is based off of it. No good, no good conversation, just other points for your view. Love it. Jessica says, dark racial humor. I didn't hear about that, but I did. N- another classic example of what I just brought up. But I did hear about him kicking someone out of his show because of a Mac Miller joke because dude had just died. I wasn't aware of this. Spoiler alert. Mac Miller's dead. Ariana killed him. <laughs> Ariana is a princess queen in Hollywood, and I'm pretty sure he is still in love with her because of her sweet, sweet booty juices. He made yeah. hella jokes about her in his stand-up, though. Your Honor, uh, I just want to point out that the last comment made by Jessica, yeah. uh, quote, um, Ariana is princess queen in Hollywood, and I'm pretty sure he's still in love with her. The last portion of that sentence is actually speculation. How could she possibly know that he's still in love with her? It's, it's a very mental fortitude of something to know. It's, it's is she best friends with Pete Davidson? That's a good a good thing, Jessica. Real, I'm not gonna put your last name out like that. Okay, so, uh, wow, Your Honor, I also have reason to believe that Jessica just likes Pete Davidson. So, was she jealous? Let the record state that Jessica is gonna show up for Pete Davidson. All right. Anyway, so she mentioned that, uh, yeah, she heard about him kicking someone out of his show because of a Mac Miller joke. We might be talking about the same thing. <laughs> if the, it was, in fact, a Mac Miller classic, joke, then I am sorry. Con- classic controversial. Um, I don't think it was, actually. I don't know. I'm going but to either f- way, find this clip. Classic controversial engagement theory is what I call it. The, the CET. Um, people fighting for their own side. Maybe they're fighting for the same thing, huh? Classic controversial engagement theory. Either way, you're going to want to keep the toxicity up, even though it's just a little bit toxic. Everybody that responds and comments is either a toxic person because they're uh, just a toxic or they're trying to get engagement, which is, you know, kind of rooted in fucking ego and greed. But either way. We have actually, we have a clip from our affiliates over at TMZ. Um, you're going you're gonna to want to share that screen. I stand corrected. I'm just oh going to play the audio here. You're gonna I thought he was screen. kicking someone out over Mac Miller. How do I adjust your audio? I thought he was kicking someone out over Mac Miller. Um, advanced and then the middle button. But he's uh, not kicking someone. I thought he was kicking someone out over Ariana Grande. He's kicking someone out over Mac Miller. Ah. All right, here we go. God damn it. Uh, uh, where are we? I'm scared. Um, so, uh, what else is going on? Oh, my friend died in my apartment. Uh, what <laughs> you, oh, Jesus Christ. Where, who's that guy? We're getting out. Point out the guy who's a fuck face. Michael Rose! Alright, cool. Michael Rose. Keep we'll pleasure, real quick. Cool. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yes, hello. If, if Pete Davidson said that, it would have been funny. <laughs> Pete Davidson did say that. But he's not the one that said uh, oh. Mac Miller. That was just a heckler. 
Oh, yeah. I'll, let, I'll continue. I will not continue until that kid's gone. Finally, he's up there. So what? No, I think he's down here. I think he's down here on the left. Whoever, I'll leave. So if you want to try to continue, call out the person who did it and we gotta get him the fuck out. Give his money back and get him the fuck out. I don't, I don't deal with that shit in my show. Finally, uh, like seriously, if you sit next to the person who did that, call it out because I'll just leave right now. I don't give a shit. Flip, flip, I'm not flip, making that much money this show. This show is just for fun and like to work on my own. So I'm not gonna have that shit on my show. So I have to deal with that enough. He's up here. It's cool. He's up there. Go get him. Oh wait, <clears throat> I hope you're proud of yourself. You just fucking fucked up everything for 45. You're gonna make it weird. I'm gonna have to fucking do jokes that I know work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll wait. Leo, let me know when he's out of here. Let me know more. Uh, Leo does, uh, Leo's my also my fighter. And uh, he does, uh, <laughs> he's the scariest person ever. <laughs> okay. So that was what that. do you have to say to Jessica? I'm sorry, Jessica. I'm sorry. I am a piece of shit, and I will fuck myself. If Pete Davidson had said Mac Miller instead of a, a heckler, and either way, I laughed because it's great dark humor, great dark comedy. Um, I I would laugh the same way. This is a solid joke. Would you 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 would yell out Mac Miller at a Pete Davidson show? No, no, no. I, I don't fucking heckle at a comedy show, dude. But Pete Davidson said, said, my friend died in my apartment the other day. He said, no, not Mac Miller. Fun joke. You know who um, probably won't be going to a comedy show anytime soon? Um, Crystal, yeah. I was, I was going to say, let me get. Oh, uh, it's Crystal, yeah. So. Bow, bow, Severity of uh, of, of of assaulting. Uh, where do you rank this above or below Louis C.K.? Well, <laughs> I'm gonna go with above because above. he was messaging children. Yes, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Chris really masturbated in front of people. Louis masturbated in front of adults. And on the phone. And on the phone. Crystalia, given the benefit of the doubt, maybe he was 30, 30 years old, right? 30 years he? old. He was probably older than that, but let's just say he was a modest 30 years old. Asking yeah. a 17 year old for pics. Not yeah. cool. Not Pretty cool. <laughs> we got some it's more different. race news for you. <laughs> bam, bam, more race Hollywood news. Bam, 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 bam. 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 You ever watch Big Mouth? Um, no. <laughs> oh, there's a character. There's a little black character on there. Mm-hmm. And she's voiced by a white lady. And she is leaving the show because she says that black people or black characters should be voiced by black people. Interesting. Yes. Yes, Jenny Slate is exiting her role as Missy, pictured above center on the Netflix show Big Mouth, due to the character being biracial while Slate is white. At the start of the show, I reasoned with myself that it was permissible for me to play Missy because her mom is Jewish and white, as am I. Slate wrote on Instagram, but Missy is also black, and black characters on an animated show should be played by black people. Slate went on to acknowledge that portraying Missy, she was engaging in an act of erasure of black people. 
Ending my portrayal of Missy is one step in a lifelong process of uncovering the racism in my actions, she continued. Slate's full statement can be read below. Um, Big Mouth co-creators Nick Kroll, Andrew Goldberg, and Mark Levin, Jennifer Flackett, posted a statement as well as supporting Slate's decision. We sincerely apologize and regret our original decision to cast a white actor to voice a biracial character. The creators then vowed to recast the role with a black actor. We look forward to being able to explore Missy's story with even greater authenticity in the years to come. They concluded, full disclosure, I am um, auditioning for the role of Missy on Big Mouth, and I can't wait to receive the role. Okay? That's it. Um, you know, I could see an argument on both sides. Here's an argument on both sides. What, what? What's your initial thought? My initial thought is this is good because I don't really like the fact that Cleveland on Family Guy is white and that they gave him a whole ass show Cleveland. with him and his fucking son played by a white person. The... The voice actor is white? Yes. Interesting. But also, on The Simpsons, the guy that played a poo, the Indian guy, said, I don't want to play a poo anymore. So he doesn't do that. Is, was he Indian? He's white. He's white. Yeah. I could, you know, I could see the fault in it for sure. But then there's also the argument that they're actors. I could see that. I could also see an argument of... Like, <laughs> you're kind of typecasting a, especially since it's fucking animated, like a like a black voice, which could be an argument for the side of against what she did. But yeah, but eh, honestly, probably... that, bro, that is the least offensive thing about that show. <laughs> that is the least offensive thing about Big Mouth for sure. I think oh, I feel like it's more it's more like I feel like I feel like she feels like she's taking a role from a black person. Yeah. That could play that yeah. role. I think I think that's probably exactly that. Yeah. And if it's not that, maybe it should be more that. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's probably okay. So yeah, uh, Seth MacFarlane balls in your court. Is uh, he on Big Mouth? Nah, he uh he's the family guy guy and fucking he doesn't do Cleveland, but What's the guy's name? I don't know. What's the guy's name that is Cleveland? Is, I want to say Mike Henry. If that is a if if the big mouth scenario is a a, a little kind of micro version of that, a, I would say that having a entirely black dominated show of the Cleveland show might might be a a little a little awry not having a black voice actor, perhaps. Oh, I got it right, Mike Henry. Yeah. Let's just see how white Mike Henry is, huh? He's pretty white, bro. Let's see how fucking white. Bro, he... American looks, actor. He looks like he's ready to call me the N-word. Let me type in Mike Henry, American voice actor. Besides this other dude who's fucking ripped and was in the NFL, dude. It's Tarzan. Tarzan racist? Probably. Tarzan? I don't know. <laughs> uh... Yeah, that's Cleveland. That's Cleveland, bro. Yeah, that makes me feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with, I'm with, I'm with the lady now who uh, rescinded her, her, her job. I will also be auditioning for the role of Cleveland. <laughs> I do a really good Cleveland. Yeah, I was, I was kind of like, 
you know, two arguments, and while I see both arguments, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in her, I'm in her court. I love it. All right, well, let's look at her, his wife. Definitely a black lady. Uh, my name is Cleveland Brown. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably should be a black dude, I guess. Uh, I want to jump you know, into this other that, quick story. Is, is that not the same kind of as fucking um, what's the college thing? Affirmative action. So it's a little bit different, but is it is it compare that to affirmative action? Compare to affirmative action. Yeah. Should the black does the black person deserve the role of the black cartoon character just because the person is black? That's what I'm kind of saying. Does the female deserve the role of the male just because Bart Simpson, right? Mm-hmm. Bart Simpson, the guy, I mean, the woman that plays the little boys on boondocks, fucking well, black people that play white people. Maybe Is someone that plays boondocks white too. No, no, no. She's black. Um, I, I think I would say this again. If there was, let's say, a not fucking super, super equal playing field for all actors, no matter color, I would say maybe it'd be cool. But if there's not, maybe it's not cool. And so... Super level playing field for all actors. Yeah. And if if there's not, let's say it's fucking white dominated, which... You could see that for fucking a lot of white people on staff and executive roles. If that's the case, then there would be an unequal case just because, I don't know, a lot of white people see whiteness in their life because that's their life. Media is pretty white dominated. Then, But there's a lot of black shows and networks and production companies. Yeah. Um I don't know. It, it, it again addresses the majority whiteness in American culture. Um, yeah. Before we end this, quick, got another quick race story here. Disney, my boy Bob Iger was like, hey guys, going through the catalog of our rides, <laughs> just trying to see if there's any, any racism in there that's sprinkled because you know we got a past. We got a past. We, 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 we got the swastika off Walt statue. Thank God. <laughs> oh God. What if they tear down the Walt Disney statue? I mean, hey, a well, Mickey Mouse has to be racist. Okay. No, this, the ride splash mountain. Mm-hmm. They're going to redo it because it has, um, it's from a, a really old animated movie, a really mm-hmm. old animated short that was based on the South. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, it has some, like some, some dated shit Touch. in there. A Jim Crow film, eh? Yes. Uh, quick, quick, quick thing from CNN. Splash Mountain, the Disney ride based on controversial film, will be completely reimagined. And by completely reimagined, they're just going to rename it the Princess and the Frog ride. Um, Splash Mountain, one of Disney's most popular but problematic rides, I wonder how old the person that wrote this was, will be completely reimagined, the company announced on Thursday. The Log Flume ride, which is based 
on the controversial 1946 film Song of the South isn't going anywhere. Instead, it will be rethemed to star the characters from the 2009 animated film The Princess and the Frog, which featured Disney's first black princess who was a frog for 90% of the fucking movie. Splash Mountain has been a mainstay at Disneyland Park since its creation in 1989. Um, <clears throat> the new changes to the ride will be implemented at Disneyland Park in California and Magic Kingdom Park in Florida. The move comes amid fans urging Disney to retheme Splash Mountain because of the racial stereotypes from the film based upon Song of the South, which is best known for the song Zippity Doo Da, has long been criticized for its stereotypical and offensive portrayals of African Americans as well as a romanticized view of the antebellum South. The film is so controversial that Disney has locked it away for decades, even keeping it off the extensive library of his new streaming service, Disney Plus. More than 20,000 people signed an online petition on change.org asking for the company to ride, having changed the the ride's theme from Song of the South to Princess of the Frog. Fuck, I keep pressing goddamn ads. While the ride is considered a beloved classic, its history storyline are steeped in extremely problematic and stereotypical tropes, the petition said. There is a huge need for diversity in the parks, and this could help fill that need. The recent Black Lives Matter protests sweeping across the nation have spurred deep conversation and introspection in Hollywood regarding depictions of race and popular culture. Films like Gone with the Wind and TV episodes that included the use of blackface have been reevaluated or in some case pulled. Disney says the new Splash Mountain concept is inclusive and one that all of our guests can connect with and inspired by. And yeah, lots of other stuff, but I'm tired of reading. So yeah. yeah. Apparently now, Song in the South had a black plantation laborer named Uncle Remus who enchants a white city boy with fables of talking animals. It's a really fun ride. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it harkens to the fucking, like, statues of fucking Confederate shit where it's like, on the surface, it's just a dude and on the surface, it's just a log ride. But in the inception of it, it's kind of rooted in white people thinking that white people are supreme and you know and that that, the bunch of unconscious shit in american society that is seen through that kind of stuff you know should be probably reevaluated you know what other ride used to be super racist pirates of the caribbean oh how so caribbean stuff no well the ride was made before the movie. The movie's actually based on the ride. Get out of town, dude. Yeah. And so, like, if you look at footage from, like, the original ride, it had pretty racist depictions of, like, Asian people in it. Hmm. Yeah. Like, Asian robots that were, like, doing things. Mm, classic Disney stuff. Yeah. That's another great ride, too. Disneyland's great. People shit on Disneyland. Great time. I have fun every time I go. If you're down and not get coronavirus, you know. But we'll see. Wow. What an A-plus pod. What a great pod. What a great pod. What a good pod it's been. What do you think about race-class relation as it stems in the origination of America's society? Tell us in the comments below. Yes, and also don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Follow us, rate us, whatever, on Instagram. I mean, sorry, fucking, what is it called? iTunes. Spotify, Deezer, all that good shit. You make Leave the world go round. Comments on Instagram and YouTube, and you'll be shouted out like Jessica was on Friday. Also, shout out the one dude that said my voice is painful to listen to. You can suck my fucking cock. Yes. Thank you for 
putting a comment and helping us in the YouTube yeah, algorithm. Thanks we'll for right back. Though. I mean, well, yeah, we'll be back on Monday away. with more dark racial humor. Goodbye. Have a great weekend. Bye. Love you. Bye.